Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. I don't have my timer anymore because my son just stole my phone just before the show. Oh, so I'm hey, gonna that's ask cool. You, I've got a timer. All right. Because otherwise Let I've got go. no clue what it is. I'm but if you want to if you want to text me, please keep it appropriate for the next 22 minutes because my kids got my phone. They can't. That's not how time works. Oh, oh, that's right. Because you won't be hearing this till Although, later tonight. You know what? Keep those next. Whenever you listen to this for the next twenty-two minutes after you listen to this, let's keep those texts above board that you send to Will. Yeah, seriously. Also, why are you texting me so much filth? Why is that? This man is a wash. This man is a wash in a sea of filth, and the 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 fault is yours, listeners. You haven't slid into my DMs. You've you've actively forced your way in there and slimed your uh, way into his DMs. It's gross. It is hideously gross. You should be ashamed of yourselves, all of you. The man looks like he's been playing volleyball in the mud all day. And it's hey, only three thirty-seven p.m. I this you know what I did this week that I'm really proud of. Played mud volleyball. No, no, played I played regular volleyball. Go. No, I didn't play any volleyball. I played pickleball. I'm still so, okay. pickleball. Still champ. net sports. Yeah, how's the yeah. pickleball going? Have, did you get hurt again? Uh, no, I'm pretty much killing it now. Although I gotta tell you, I we don't we're, we're scared of the senior citizens in this community. They are a fucking pickleball menace, and don't let anyone tell you different. Sure, they might look nice. They might offer your 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 kiddo a, a, a sucker or something, and and they might even tell you that they'd be happy to help if you have any questions. But you know what they'd be happy to do if you have any questions? Taunt. They'd be happy to taunt if you have any questions. Are you getting and they clean? I'm always. I'm money. Always How much money hustled. do you put on a uh, on a pickleball game usually? Well, that depends on on what level you are. Like they told mm. me that I needed to start at like three thousand dollars a game. That's a lot of money. I know it's a high moving sport. Like we are moving and grooving. Like the high rollers, they play over at the Rock Chalk. If you want to get those, like. Hundred dollar games, you got to go to the East Lawrence Rec Center, but they're yeah. like knives involved in those. Like it's like sometimes people die. Is yeah. are the knives? But is it like worked into the pickleball? Do they have house rules, or are they just like freelance kniving going on? You like can't, between you games, can't, you can't throw the knife until the ball is bounced twice on each side. But then it's like, so is ahead, it all like is it all those little like throwing knives, or is it are all knives welcome at this party? I mean, technically, it's supposed to be the small throwing knives, but I gotta tell you that, like, the senior citizens, they they have to use bigger knives because they don't see so good sometimes. So, like, or they just want to get rid of their knives before they downsize. I mean, so you're getting there might be like that might fair things up. Like sometimes they've lost muscle density, and so the big knife is probably a little more difficult to wield effectively than the small knife. But I am glad that it sounds like pickleball is a win for knife inclusivity. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? Like one old gal uses spoons, and like everybody knows, but nobody tells her because we're being nice. Well, and, and you also, know, it benefits you guys to get stabbed by spoons instead of knives. That's what I always tell my new people who want to play pickleball. Like, 
play with spoon lady it hurts less than the knife guy who who then will tell you about how like things were a lot better back in the day like they like they're not excited about the knives either i think that's the thing that everybody just assumes and like they'd like it to stop but they can't remember who started it and then so it has to keep going yikes Anyway, uh, that was uh, that was getting way off target for what I was originally going to say. What were you um, originally going to say? Well, I was originally going to going to uh make a point about um how excited I was to be here at the show. Yeah. Yeah, and how um I I I'm really I'm really happy happy to be here. Okay. Like more than usual. Yeah. Yeah, like more than usual. It's not like it's usually a drag, but um, you know, like today I'm like I was like thinking about it. I'm like, "Oh, this will be awesome. I'll get to spend some time talking to Nelson and and my people um who, you know, I know there aren't a lot of you, but I I feel like you're mostly attentive. Uh, or maybe some of you are using this to go to sleep and or masturbate. And, you know, that's that's fine too. Most uses are valid. Just don't, yeah. you know, um no Nazi rallies. Yeah, we'd really appreciate it. Like, you know, like how uh unless you, you're unless name? you're using us as a way to try to like, you know, teach Stop them empathy and to like not be Nazis, then yeah, okay. Yeah. But not like not as some kind of like misguided support of Nazism. We wholeheartedly denounce all fascism, Nazism I in particular. So we're a bad fit. We're a bad fit for a Nazi rally. How would your how would your don't don't be a Nazi kind of talk go? Like, because you're you're a marketing genius. Like, how would you convince people not to be Nazis who are like, I, I'm thinking about maybe being a Nazi. Like, I mean, what does that look like in this day? Have they not seen the Indiana Jones movies? Did they only see Temple of Doom? Like. I feel like I start I mean, with those because I feel like that's what taught our generation not to be Nazis. Sure, but they they might have grown up on when Kingdom we were young, too young Skull. to understand like the full scope of World War II and and the Holocaust. Indiana Jones was who taught us that Nazis are bad, and then we got we older and went to history classes and we're like, oh, he Indiana Jones is a is a superhero, man. Those Nazis are bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I think that that maybe what this generation who are, you know, potentially going to become the next Nazis, the problem is is they they aren't as familiar. Like they they grew up with the kingdom of the crystal skull. So the true, way that was we Russia. Feel, and aliens. That's true. That's true. There you go. They they're really more inclined to be afraid of Russians and aliens. I still thought, you know, that movie has its faults, but I, I always thought it was funny when people got mad because they're like, aliens, that's ridiculous. And it's like, they already twice proved the existence of the Judeo-Christian God in these movies. I feel like aliens is within the scope of what we've been doing this whole time. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm with you there. I'm with you. I see where you're going, and and I like multiple, it. I actually, multiple here. deities. I think because um, either that or like some kind of voodoo magic. Because they were doing shit in in you know Temple of Doom that was clearly beyond the scope of of mortal science and and verged into magic. Are you talking about taking hearts out of people's chests, like just yeah. like 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 it, like like it's nothing. Like you're pulling a you like you're pulling a beat out of like the ground. Like it's nothing, and then having the hearts ignite at the same time that the body is separately ignited, much further away from the heart. Like that's tricky. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like no, that dude could really hit. Maybe, maybe that that. Why can't I think of his name? Um, the the Ali dude. Ma? No, that's oh, no, the no. the god. God. Uh, what's his fucking name? Um. Anyway, I I saw like on Instagram a TikTok on an Instagram of a guy like like knife handing straight into pineapples with just like his fingers. And so, like, maybe maybe he got into to like that kind of exercising. And so but but he has like an open palm. But I guess the, the physics are the same. Probably. I don't know. I'm, I didn't I never took physics. Do you think he can grab beer cans like that with the like and then set them on fire? Would he want to? Well, but would he just explode the beer cans when he tried to get them as if they were a rib cage? Yeah, that's true. But he could reach through the cooler. That would be kind of cool. At first, but then your cooler's full of holes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He doesn't just reach in without doing damage. Like, that dude's ribcage, even if he left the heart in there, that dude's ribcage is shot, man. That thing is shot. You can't. There's no mechanic that can fix that ribcage. No, no, not even one of them, them little robots, you know, which kind robots. I didn't think I need to be more specific. I thought you'd get it. Like, are there robots that fix rib cages? I mean, that's, that's what they're saying. Like all the time, like the, like medicine's getting really advanced and they have robots that do surgery. And I'm like, that's cool. True, but aren't the, aren't, aren't they still guided them robots? I don't know. I don't. They don't know. just turn I'm them loose. A, they don't just. They I'm don't not, just interspace them into you and turn them loose, do they? Maybe that would be cool. Maybe it's all interspace technology now. Hey, I, I had. I a mean, funny interspace idea. is a long time ago. I have to think we finally cracked that code to make that science yep. fact. I mean, it, it it was close at the time. I mean, Martin Short was able to do it. Yeah, was that Martin Short? Well, he's the one yeah, that, that that gets interspaced like interspaced into, but it's, oh, it's yeah, Dennis yeah. Quaid that gets interspaced into Martin Short, and then briefly Meg Ryan, and then back into Martin Short again. Yeah, yeah, boy, that was a real roller coaster of a thrill ride of a description of a movie if I ever heard one. Yeah, man, Dennis Quaid gets into everybody. Does he? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's a handsome man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take your word for it. I mean, I, I don't, I, I never really looked at him like that. I always kind of looked at him like a father figure, like, yeah. Because when you have a dad like mine, what you want is a normal dad, and and he kind of had real normal dad kind of vibes. Dennis Quaid did. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Like, like he's he's like a dad who would play baseball with you instead of saying now we're going to tell uh, a fantasy story about a flying tiny woman racer from another planet. And then I'm going to sing a song like a duck. Uh, yeah. I don't see Dennis Quaid singing a song like a duck. Yeah. And that's, you know, when I was a child, uh, all I really wanted was a father who didn't sing songs like a duck. Now I'm okay with it. I made my peace mm-hmm. with it. I had some therapy. I realized that, you know, a lot of people like, find that charming about him instead of vaguely terrifying yeah you start wondering like there is a part of you that starts wondering like why has he done this to himself and our family you know we're the duck people i'm I'm, like your dad is the dad who plays the piano with his butt and talks like a duck Mm -hmm. i mean what life is that for a boy what life is that 
Yeah, I mean, Dennis Quaid's old Hollywood, so he probably, you would have gotten into, like, a different kind of entertainment, probably. But, again, less singing like a duck is my guess. Yeah, well, I would probably be, be making I mean, I don't know the movies. man. Maybe he's a big duck fan. Maybe he's got, a, he worked up a, a duck impression. But he, you think he would have pulled it out by now if he had it in his repertoire? He's, uh, been, he's been acting for a very long time and you would think that it would have come up if it was something that he did enough that you would be like you know what he's exactly the same yeah yeah sorry i was i was just pushing the the pulled it out joke in there i was just kind of emphasizing that for the, the that one's for the ladies who listen to the podcast you're you're welcome ladies and and men i mean i i don't know how you and, and people who who you know don't really identify as either you know i i, I feel like all our all our friends along the binary, you can enjoy that, that little Dennis Quaid pulling it out joke. We're here for everyone. Speaking of, hi, son. He just popped in to, to, to whisper like an alien and then leave. Right on. This is this is the quality of entertainment you get uh, here on, on Double Deuce, free of charge. Sorry, I was catching up on notes. That is fair. I that got is real behind fair. on notes. I was just talking and listening and not writing things down. The third, the third leg of double deucing. We've taken a journey. Hey, uh, just a little uh, shameless pr- plug. Um, this Wednesday is going to be uh, my little talk at uh, at Nerd Night at Maselli's at eight o'clock. I'm told. Uh, I think this doors at seven thirty. Shows at eight. Only one dollar. And I'm going to be talking about how Richard III was an inside job uh, and a tutor. It was, it was a victim of tutor propaganda slander, particularly by Shakespeare. So uh, it's going to be fascinating for those of you who have a vested interest in English kings. Uh, yeah. You're going to learn some new things, I hope, and hear some old things. And, uh, and we're going to talk a little Wars of the Roses. It's going to be yeah, great. Yeah. I feel like it's at least reasonable that that is an explanation for what happened to them boys. You know, they're just some good old boys, never meaning no harm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the there's all there's compelling evidence. There's compelling I mean, evidence I mean, that n- neither the tutors nor Richard really would want them to be around, and so it's entirely possible that uh, he just put them in the tower and was like, "I'm just gonna, you know, put them in the tower and whatever." And then Henry yeah. was like, hey, that's not good. My, my own personal theory and spoilers, uh, and I will give uh, you know several different theories. And of course, no one knows and probably never will know. So it'll be kind of exactly like the ending happened. of the movie Clue. Kind of. Yes, exactly. Uh, but I I, I, I want to pin it on the Duke of Buckingham, who was uh, in search of the throne himself uh, and, and, and was thinking that this could be a convenient way to. Even more reason to get up. rid of them who would have a more yes. legitimate claim than him. Exactly. And if Richard gets done for it, all the better. He looks okay. Uh, mm. but it just it doesn't quite work out the way he intends it to. So that was that's 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 my that's my theory. Hey, when you're murdering kids in the tower, it never kind of ends up the way you planned it to. Just let that be a lesson. Like, you know, first of all, let's let's be careful putting kids in towers. You don't, know, don't I, go I, don't go murdering kids in towers unless you're good at improvisation. Right, right. Especially not the Tower of London, because uh, uh, really there are a lot of tourists these days that go through there. Yeah, and there's too many ins and outs these place. days and not enough guards. That's right. 
Uh, that's right. So you you need to make sure that you're 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 taking those kids to an appropriate uh, detention center. Um, there's a a wild new theory that uh, Richard shipped them off to the the countryside, and uh, there's a, a whole like um, theory that the elder son, uh, the elder nephew, became uh, kind of a, a town parson and minister, and did a bunch of renovations to the local church, including some stained glass that supposedly gives away the fact that he was the true son and heir of Edward the Fourth. Not sure I'm buying that one. But, you know, it's a, it's a theory. I have a hard time believing that, although I, well, what happened to the other one, if that's the case? Why why did they never, why did their descendants never, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's where, that's where it's it sort of gets a little... Like, you think somebody would have said something by now. Yeah, yeah. Also, there, you know, there after Henry took over, there was, you know, some legitimate claim to the potential claim to the throne. Uh, and Henry uh, the seventh didn't have any problem, uh, and even Henry the eighth didn't have any problem killing anybody who might have had a better claim to the throne. So it just seems odd that they wouldn't have been murdered then. Yeah. Anyway, do you have theories on who killed the princes in the towers? Come to Nerd Night and talk to me yeah. about it. I'd love to hear them. I am open to all theories. I think it was one of those. I think a Star Trek did it. It's like those times when you go to Renfest and there's some people dressed up like Star Trek. I I think Captain right. Kirk killed those boys. Now you you realize he was always that's... getting it up into time travel hijinks and right, and he's yeah. good at improvisation. You know when a plan is falling apart, Captain Kirk will, will bring it back to to where it needs to be. So I think he could have successfully killed those boys, and we know he time travels. I mean, you're sort of merging a couple of very disparate universes to to make that theory, one of which is fictional. Yes. Well, we don't uh, know that for sure. I mean, it hasn't sure happened yet. Part. Well, when we well, we'll know it's fictional when we get to them to them years. Yeah. Yeah. But even if it does something like it happens, it's it's not. Actually, we'll, not know, we'll know if like the if there's like a war that. That uh, that like destroys the countries and things and like what is it a few years I don't remember I feel like they were recently like you guys got like ten years left I don't know where it all falls apart then we'll know oh, then we'll know if Captain Kirk killed them boys that's my that's my theory can you present my theory just so that all sides are heard yeah yeah in fact uh, but I, I only if I can name it Captain Kirk killed them boys you can uh, that's what I call that theory. theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up because um, it's uh, theories. All theories are, you know, as valid as each other, really. Although I think that's a less potentially less valid, potentially more obscure theory uh, in terms of literal facts. Can't be disproven. Uh, I mean, I yeah, ish. Pretty unlikely. I'm just saying all it takes is the willful suspension of disbelief for the sake of story. Yeah. yeah. I I mean a lot of willful suspension of disbelief and No, just a reasonable amount. Mm, mm, all you gotta okay. believe is that in the future Captain Kirk is real. And as we've established, you can't disprove it, not yet. I mean it's pretty I, airtight. I, I, I think you're a preeminent future historian. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I, I feel like maybe this isn't one of your more cogent theory. I'm, so, like, what if, what if he came back and he, like, told Gene Roddenberry about his life interview with a vampire style, but in reverse? 
because time travel. And then he was like, I'm going to make a show about it because Captain Kirk is like, you should make a show about it. It was pretty badass. The things I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and he just, that's my, my, my take is Captain Kirk is real. Captain Picard is not. That was after he did the, you know, the Captain Kirk tales. He's like, well, we should keep going with this thing. Cause we got something it's cooking here. Yeah. Yeah. There's less, no, there's less proof. We don't see him like that- traveling back in time. Like Kirk like to. Yeah. I, I really think maybe you, you should be presenting this at Nerd Night. Uh, I, I it's always on Wednesday. I'm busy on Wednesdays. Yeah, I know, I know, but you gotta, you really gotta let your fact flag fly with with that theory because I, I I think a lot of people need to hear it. I mean, you can't disprove it. Uh, I want to support you, buddy. Captain yeah, Kirk killed them boys. You know what? What <laughs> I was I was going to stop, but we're we're not quite to the end of the, of the time yet. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a a, a sports bread sandwich because we started okay. by talking about knife ball pickle, and yeah, and I, yeah. I, I watched it, and I watched a sports show. Another thing that the DC defenders at three and zero and KU won the Big Twelve. Things that we predicted last week have come to pass. Yeah, we are like masters of sport. But then also I watched a a weird sports show called Physical 100 on Netflix. Have you watched Physical 100? No, I keep seeing the ad for it, but I thought it looked kind of dumb, so I haven't done it. It's weird. It's weird. And it's weird because they kind of Squid Game motif it a little bit because it came out, you know, after Squid Game. And so it's got weird Squid Game vibes at times, except nobody's dying. They're just doing sports. But it's wild, man. It is weird and it's wild. I kind of like you, it. Is it. Yeah, is that a recommendation? You know, check it out. The thing that's weird too, like they'll do the the kind of the multi-angle replays, but because they're dubbing uh American voices over top of all the Korean people. The funny thing too is like there's a few Americans who are speaking Korean and then I think dubbing themselves because the voice quality is different than like all the other <laughs> voice quality. But in like the replays, they still have like the dub at full volume. So it sounds like uh, it's first you're like, wait, is, is are multiple people saying that or is this a replay again? Oh, it's a replay. OK. <laughs> also, and I don't know if it's something they do in the like translation, but like 90 percent of their cursing is the word shoot. <laughs> like when things go bad, it's like, shoot, ah, shoot, shoot. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> And that's kind that's of funny, hilarious. especially because there'd be like a 350 pound like bodybuilder. It's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing that one. And then it's wild, man. To, I say check it, it, out, check it out. But yeah, it's, it's it becomes less squid gamey as it proceeds too. I would say they kind of start it squid game year at first. Hmm. Well, I look but like forward the, to the, the few times the times they have a referee, he's got like a mask on and stuff and stands in the back as if it was like uh i don't know it's got it's got interesting vibes yeah it 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 looked uh different it looked different there's also just the time where some some surviving contestants are just hanging out and for fun they're like let's see how high we can jump (laughs) it's like these guys are weirdly wholesome (laughs) wow they won't won't say things worse than shoot and in their spare time they're like how high can we jump so if that oh, sounds like a show that you're interested, if you are interested in how high people can jump, the answer is high, by the way. These people are people in general. These people. 
And when I say these okay. people, I mean the people, the physical 100. Well, some of them. I don't know about a lot of them. The first, the first thing like gets rid of half of them. Oh, Squid without, without any, without too much jumping involved. Right. But more wrestling in the first, in the first ones. There's a lot of wrestling. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I still want to see a good version of uh, Stephen King's Running Man. Not that the Schwarzenegger version isn't amazing in its own right. It's certainly a thing that happened. But uh, the actual story was a little grimmer and darker. And in this age of like suicide, uh, lethal video games for money for increasingly desperate people, which seems to be a motif now, seems like a reboot of that would be germane. Would you make it a little bit more like right up the middle or would you keep kind of the the high action theme of the first one where you've got a lot more like one liners and and slightly more ridiculousness? I mean, I feel like some of the people that you're fighting would still be kind of influencer kind of like arch character yeah. to like be yeah. interesting to the to the game. But at the same time, I feel like the whole movie kind of has that vibe. Would you like make it a little more gritty realism but with these outlandish characters like within it because they're stunting for the cameras yeah i i really feel like because in the in the in the book um the they're basically it's more of like he needs to get around without being caught by the hunters who are sort of like ex-military folks who track him down basically like the kind of private eye ex military folks and they use it based on the fact that he has to record himself each day in a location that can be some somewhat recognizable right mm. and so i think i think you know and this was pre everybody having video cameras on their phone so that would be an interesting way to kind of twist it is like just walking around if you were somebody who was a celebrity on a tv show somebody's going to be recording you a lot of the time mm. I think you can have a lot of fun with it and might have, I you know, the, the people that are like spotting him because that's kind of the like spotting and, and reporting, but other people that maybe are like fans of you would help you hide. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When that maybe even duality. like less. It sounds like in the in the book, they're they're less outlandish characters and more just like stealthy elite, like special forces types that are hunting you. Yeah, it's it's more it's more of a like uh, a man versus man survival mm -hmm. horror the, Which the those book those characters could still have some personality that you know that they're aware of but that doesn't mean that they're not professional in what they're doing with this hunting. You know what would be interesting would be to have them all be comics who have been done by the Me Too movement and are trying to launch their career, relaunch their careers while complaining about being canceled in cancel culture. So you know, like like Louis C.K. and uh, and and like uh, what's his name, um, the guy from Kramer from Seinfeld, and and you know, like a bunch of other. Uh, and uh, I thought he got and, done for racism. Well, yeah, I mean, just the the, the, the ones that got done, comedians who have yeah. got done and are trying to relaunch their careers, and so maybe they're seeing this as the way to do that, and uh, even the pedophiles. Uh, Oh, maybe we leave out the pedophiles. Okay, I I agree. Yeah, yeah, hard line on that. But I kids, mean, if you're uh, if you're doing something, leave out the pedophiles. Yep. Anyway, uh, I think it could be a good movie. That's my movie, and we're gonna go make it now. Yeah, right this minute. So, yep. Look forward to that. You'll be you'll be seeing that next next episode.
Double do. Go see no, Will. Come see, come see Mike. Thing. What? Tell me if he if he does the Kurt killed them boys. You guys are uh, your, his accountability. Kurt killed them boys. Kurt killed them boys. Double deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah we got all kinds of stuff on there we got me talking about things i'm seeing we got extra minis that like the minis you find in the decaduces we got will singing or if you want to pay for him not to sing there is a way to pay for no singing the world's your oyster all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff so much stuff that's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah yeah Sorry, when you're like, wherever five podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.